0: Hi, everyone. I'm Constitutional Attorney Katherine Henry, and this is the Constitution Segment Recap of this week's episode of Restore Freedom Weekly. This is not the full discussion again, so if you missed our full episode on Tuesday, I would encourage you to watch or listen to that episode. This is just the Constitution and Statute Segment Recap, essentially the, the notes version because there was a lot packed into this episode. This is the written down version of things so you can see exactly what I was referencing since there was, in fact, so much information. So uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and get started. So this week, we were talking about it being April Fool's and how that relates to the enforceability of resolutions. Are resolutions the same as laws? At a local level, can the people be regulated by resolutions? Don't let the government fool you. In fact, on Tuesday, we also had our true or false question posted, as a poll on most of our social media platforms. The question was true or false. Resolutions are the same as laws. At a local level, the people can be regulated by resolutions as opposed to just ordinances. Again, this is just a simple recap. So to hear the full discussion of the sources involved, you'll have to watch the full episode, episode 13 of Restore Freedom Weekly. Oxford and Merriam-Webster dictionary definitions for the words involved are as follows. Resolve means to decide firmly on a course of action, ordain means to order or decree something officially. Ordinance is a local law. Well that makes sense. It's an official order to do or not do something. Whereas resolution is a statement of the feelings, wishes or decisions of a group. So the group could decide that they prefer one thing or another or that they would like to declare you know maybe the the township wants to declare today as, you know, National Donut Day. That doesn't actually regulate the people. It is a statement of the feelings or uh, essentially confirming a decision of the group. So why does this even matter, this topic of resolutions? Well, we can't be denied our life, liberty, and property without due process of law. Of course, we know that because those rights are guaranteed to us in the U.S. Constitution, Fifth Amendment and Fourteenth Amendment, the Michigan Constitution, Article 1, Section 17, and the Florida State Constitution, Article 1, Section 9. Thus, laws regulating the public must be created with the proper process that proper process is what gives the public a fighting chance at having a say in the process before the final decision is made. So, there are three types of resolutions simple resolutions, concurrent resolutions, and joint resolutions. Depending on which type it is, a resolution at the federal, state, and local levels can handle the operations of a legislative body, express opinions of that body on public policy issues, advance a constitutional amendment, in other words, um, usually putting it closer into the hands of the people to decide on election day, or it could be used for redistricting or reapportionment after the census has come out. What do the state statutes say? As we discussed in more detail in the video, ordinances are legislative actions regulating the people, enforceable as a local law. They are all matters besides those pertaining to the internal affairs of the local government, and they are any act imposing a sanction for violating local laws. Yes, that has to be ordinances that do that. So Florida statute uh, 166.041, but also on this point is Michigan statute 42.20. So uh, the statutes then talk about what resolutions are. They are limited to matters required or permitted to be done by resolution that does seem kind of, you know, circular logic there, but more specifically, they are for all matters pertaining to the internal affairs of the local government. And you can look to section 166.041 of Florida statutes for the discussion on that, as well as NCL or Michigan uh, Compiled Law 42.20. So those state statutes then continue and say that you may be prosecuted for violating ordinances but not resolutions. Section 166041 in Florida Statutes is where you'd want to look for that. And in the Michigan compiled laws, you'd want to look at 42.20, excuse me, 761.1c, and 761.10i. In fact, the state law says that district courts don't even have jurisdiction over violations, supposed violations of these resolutions, but they do have jurisdiction over violations of ordinances, and that's found in MCL 600.8311. So the U.S. Constitution. If you are looking at Article One, Section Seven, and you compare uh, Clause Two, which discusses how bills become laws, and then instead look at Clause Three, Clause Three discusses resolutions, but does not conclude that they become laws. In other words, only bills seen in section or clause two, become laws. Whereas resolutions may be used for matters affecting the business of the House and Senate. So resolutions may not be used to regulate the people, which of course would be external to the business of the House and Senate. The Florida Constitution only allows resolutions to be used as part of the process to amend the state constitution to make requests for intra-governmental action, you know, from one department to another for administrative matters like rules of legislative procedure, appointing an auditor of public records, adjournment, or effective date of laws passed over governor veto, or for redistricting. And the places that you can find all those um, uh, uh, permissible uses for resolutions are in the citations that match up on that chart. So, likewise, the Michigan Constitution allows resolutions to be used for state officer compensation, adjourning the state legislature, the legislature's administrative rules, disputes concerning public employees, restructuring of the executive branch, removing judges from office, and merit systems for local governments. Really, by and large, if you look at it, that's all the interworkings of the government. But the Michigan Constitution also allows uh, in Article 7, Section 2 and Section 22 counties, cities and villages to adopt resolutions and ordinances. But there are no specifics identified to distinguish when you would use which one, uh, a resolution versus an ordinance, except that the use of resolutions and ordinances is subject to the Constitution and the law. The Michigan Constitution tells us. Well, what about cases? Let's start with the U.S. Supreme Court cases. In the Cox v. Louisiana case from 1965, The U.S. Supreme Court, um, it's basically, it's easy to see that the U.S. Supreme Court hasn't recognized resolutions as valid regulations. Rather, it stated that it is properly drawn statutes and ordinances that are designed to promote order, protect the community against disorder, regulate traffic, safeguard legitimate interests in private and public property, or protect the administration of justice and other essential government functions. So uh, that is... um, Um, the best case that um, summarizes the U.S. Supreme Court's stance on ordinances uh, as opposed to resolutions. And uh, indeed, in the Michigan courts, only a local ordinance is defined as uh, a type of law enacted by the local unit of government. And that's found in the Michigan Judicial Institute District Court Magistrate Manual, which is the revised 2021 edition. In fact, uh, let me see if I can go ahead and ah, that's better for you guys. So I'm getting my logo out of the way, uh, you could see the full site that it is found in the Michigan Judicial Institute District Court Magistrate Manual, revised edition from 2021, and that's from pages one. Uh, on page 1 21. So, of course, that's covering the fact that in Michigan courts, only a local ordinance is defined as a type of law enacted by the local unit of government. Indeed, our courts only interpret ordinances and only presume that ordinances are constitutional. And uh, the Michigan Supreme Court case and Court of Appeals case that cite that concept are cited there. An administrative act, such as the recital of past occurrences and existing conditions, may be done by resolution, but that's opposed to any kind of legislative affirmative declaration of the council or the Township Board terminating then existing right. If you have a right, such as I had the right in Allegan County to be there as an attorney, but also just as a citizen on government property on election day, they were essentially trying to terminate that right through the use of this resolution. But as you can see, the city of Detroit, uh, Michigan Supreme Court case from over 100 years ago says that that kind of thing has to be done by ordinance, not resolution. Also in the Michigan Supreme Court, 1971, resolutions are for implementing ministerial functions of government for short-term purposes, whereas ordinances are for establishing more permanent influences on the community itself, like regulating the people. And where the substance of a city or township action requires the adoption of an ordinance A resolution cannot operate as a de facto ordinance. In fact, uh, that came out of the fact that the lower court in that case said, well, this was supposed to be done by ordinance, but uh, we're going to say, we'll just treat it as though it had been done by ordinance. And the Supreme Court came in and said, absolutely not. You cannot do that. If it was supposed to be done, if it was required to be done, properly by ordinance, you can't, after the fact, turn that resolution into an ordinance. And the court continues by saying the attempt to legislate by resolution is simply a nullity. And they said earlier in the case, it's void. If you are, if you have a resolution that's uh, legislating or regulating the people, the court is supposed to view that as nothing but being void. And uh, lastly, uh, Michigan Supreme Court case from 1956, a resolution is not a law or an ordinance, but merely the form in which a legislative body expresses a determination or directs a particular action. So what does this mean? Uh, No courts treat resolutions the same as ordinances. Resolutions are used for internal administrative matters and other limited circumstances. Resolutions cannot be used to regulate the people, and citizens cannot be charged for violating resolutions. But this is so important. Let's see that again. So what does this all mean? No courts treat resolutions the same as ordinances, no matter what your local municipality has been trying to fool you into believing. Resolutions are used for internal administrative matters and other limited circumstances like the ones we identified earlier. Resolutions cannot then be used to regulate the people, so citizens cannot be charged for so-called violating. That's why it's in Quotes there because it's not a thing. Violating resolutions. Citizens can't violate a resolution. A resolution can't be in place that tries to stop uh, a citizen from doing something. So what if you want more information? Well, you can watch the full episode, uh, which is available. uh, This slideshow will be shared. And the link is a clickable link there. Um, But the full episode is available on our YouTube and uh, Rumble and Facebook channels. And uh, there's additional resources which will be posted to our website. It'll actually be posted in um, the link to the... additional resource, uh, which is the second link that says here, that will be in the description of this video. And uh, if we can remember to do so, we'll also have it listed in the comments so you can see it there as well. Uh, But that both of those will be available by going to our website as well. And keep in mind in the next few weeks, we are revamping our website, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. And uh, it'll be a little bit easier to find some of those resources and things that are tied directly to to these videos happening every week uh, as part of the Restore Freedom Weekly episodes. So again, this has uh, just been the constitutional segment recap, not the full episode, uh, but we do invite you to join us next week. For our discussion on the next topic, which will include that full episode, of course, its own Constitution Segment Recap, that Wednesday way to get involved, uh, Friday's Freedom Fighting Tools, uh, Sunday's Biblical Insight for the topic, and of course, everything else that we're doing this week. Uh, So make sure to check with us on... Tomorrow, to hear more about our Restore Freedom Goodie of the Week, and on Sunday for this week's Biblical Insight on the topic at hand. Again, this is constitutional attorney Catherine Henry. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again. I enjoy your partnership in uh, working to learn all about our constitutions and our laws and the way our government works. And I enjoy partnering with you in this fight for freedom. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a